Welcome to a well-built podcast from Biltwell Bank. I'm Don Griffin, Biltwell's Executive for Human Resources, and it's my pleasure to serve today as your host. It's our goal to be the local economic engine that drives growth in the communities we serve. With this podcast, we'd like for you to gain knowledge about current events in banking, to answer some of your most common financial questions, and we'd like to simply connect with our communities in a meaningful way. If you miss an episode, you can access all of our prior episodes from our archive library available on our website, builtwell.bank, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. It's our pleasure today to have Mitch Sanford with us. Mitch is the president of Biltwell Bank, and we're into the third episode of a series on how to start a new business. Mitch, welcome. Thanks, Don. Great to be with you again. So if I recap correctly, the first episode that we went into on starting a business covered assessing the market, looking at what's going on in that market as far as what you're going to be doing is your business, how that works into that market, what the competition looks like, things of that nature. Right. And then the second in that series covered projections where that potential business person worked to figure out, is this a viable business? Right. Exactly and right. projecting uh, what that income and as far as expense and other things that would come into that um, would look like. Yeah. So today we want to talk about an actual business plan and cover that information. So um, Mitch, let me just turn it over to you and have you start that conversation about the business plan. You know, the business plan, Don, is is sort of that that term that uh, you, you will hear and read about. Us bankers talk about a lot, especially with a new business. And it's really that document that that holds all of the information that we've already talked about, right? That market assessment, competitor assessment, you know, product okay, so assessment. Maybe this work that I've already done to this point, it actually goes into a document. It's it's yes. not in my brain just what I'm thinking anymore. Is that That's correct? Hundred percent right. right. Okay. To get that down on paper, because at some point, and we're almost there, you're going to be sent down with your banker to talk about that, right? Okay. So getting that information together, that business plan is part of it, right? And the, the, the next piece of that that needs to be in that business plan is if you've assessed the market, you, you think you've got a viable business, now you've got to get down on paper of what is it going to cost me? To start this business. So right. not necessarily at this point to run the business. No. You're you're looking at, hey, what's it going to take to get this off the ground? Absolutely right. Okay. And and look, we can spend a, a lot, a lot of time talking about that because depending on the business, that list of calls to start is going to be very different, right? If I'm going to... Uh, look at opening a manufacturing type business. Well, then most likely there is a very long list of equipment mm-hmm. and and probably pretty expensive and and um, extensive equipment list that I'm going to need and and where that comes from and all those things. Or look, if I'm if I'm starting some kind of service business, mm-hmm. let's just use something very simple. I'm going to start a cleaning business. Okay. Well. Look, you know, the the list for what I need to get started for that is much, much smaller, right, than I'm going to 
start a and, manufacturing and probably business. Probably less specialized than it would be for right. a manufacturer. Exactly right. So, okay. so just with those two examples, you can see how that list would would vary business to business. Right. So again, the but because it varies, we can't probably be as specific about you know what needs to be in that list as as some. But but here's some ideas that absolutely need to be in there. We, we've already kind of alluded to. Don, of any equipment mm-hmm. that would be required, right? Again, big, big variation depending on the business. Right. Um, probably one of the next uh, big items is, are you going to have to carry inventory mm. of some kind? Okay. Right. And you've got to determine how much of that uh, you would have to have. Um, and then th- th- this other piece uh, again, it, it may be important to some, not others. Uh, if you need some some office space, some warehouse space, uh, do you buy that? Are you going to lease that? You know that that's the decision, and depending on what that is, you know what gets added to this list of of costs to start the business. Okay. And then there's some other other things that I'm going to call soft cost. Soft cost such as, well, you know, um, I'm going to I'm going to employ 10 people and I'm going to pay them weekly, but I probably won't get the first check from my customer until week five or six, which means I've got to cover payroll. I've got to pay rent. I've got to pay the power bill. I've got to pay the, you know, whatever for X amount of time before checks start rolling in from my customers right uh so that we we call that working capital that's that's the word for that term of just sort of general expenses that i'm going to need uh uh while the business is ramping up Mm -hmm. right so uh, again depending on the business that could be a relatively big number or or not so big number Uh, but again it's important to to think through that Probably the the next thing I would mention in a, in general terms is what type of uh, software is needed to run the business, mm, okay. right? You, you know this very well, payroll, mm-hmm. right? How are you going to handle payroll? Right. right? Is someone going to do that for you? Are you going to do it yourself? What do you need to do that yourself? You know, if there's any software, et cetera, to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Th- those are are probably um, you know the the biggies that you right. need to think about and and firm up with a number of of what that is, and it's one of those things you probably need to look at it. You probably need to make the list, set it down, come back tomorrow, uh-huh. look at it again. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Right? Yeah, yeah. Because you're going to think, oh gosh, I forgot about so and so. You know, uh, to to. So because it needs to be, it really does need to be as comprehensive as um, as it can be before you sit down with that banker. So we talked about this a little bit in a an earlier episode, but what about resources for a new business owner, someone, it, what help is available? Obviously, um, our bankers have experience with a lot of different types of businesses, are there other resources available for that prospective business person? Yeah, that's a great point because I think we talked to, did talk about it a little bit earlier, but great time to talk about it again. 
small business development center. Uh, there is, is, uh, one of those in Georgia and Tennessee. Uh, it's a, it's a cooperative, uh, from the SBA and the, uh, university of Georgia in Georgia and university of Tennessee in Tennessee, okay. uh, kind of a joint venture, if you will. And their services are 100% free. Wow. And they will help you do projections. They will help you put together this bear that we've you know, called a business plan. <laughs> yeah. And, and kind of walk you through those steps also that we have talked about here to get you to the point to where you can see, they can see. And, and the other thing that I've seen that group do is they're also not just going to uh, sort of take your word for it. You know, they've got some industry information they can look at. So if you say, well, you know, I think I can sell that for a 50 percent profit, you know, they're going to have some data and go, well, you know, how are you going to do that when the industry average is only 30? You, mm-hmm. you know, so they're going to give you some pushback so that the numbers that you come up with, the business plan you come up with has been thought out. Great. Right. Yeah. Uh, the other uh, resource is um, a, a CPA. OK. Now, listen, I, I would tell you. Uh, not all CPAs want to do this type of work okay. and, and and consulting, if you will. Some are there to do taxes, and you know that's the way they're mm-hmm. built. And and some are are built more to to do some of those things. But but even some CPA firms provide payroll services, you know, for their clients. Okay, and they provide these consultative services, like we're talking about here. Now, of course. Those aren't free. Right. I was just going to say, I heard the word free earlier, and I'm betting that's not free. So this there's not for free. a pay for service. Yes. Yes. So again, some of that depends on wh- where you are financially and what you need. Again, the small business development uh, companies, they, my experience has been very, very positive with that group. Good, smart people that can really walk a potential new business owner through the process. Yeah. Great. Um. Now, here's here uh, all this leading up to, you know, getting this list, this detailed list of what it's going to cost me to get this business off the ground. Here's one of the other things that is very important Mm -hmm. before you begin looking for financing, and that is equity. So would a definition of equity be skin in the game? That's a great way to put it. Yes. So it's 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 my resources that are that are on the line with this startup. That's correct. And and look, let's let's talk about it in the way you put it. I love the way you put it. My skin in the game. So if it, let's just again pick a number for conversation purposes. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you've you've got your list together and it's going to cost you a hundred thousand dollars. Whatever's on that list, it doesn't matter to to get the business started. Okay, so if you walk into to the bank and you want to sit down and talk about starting that business, and you've got your list detailed out there, and you you need a hundred thousand dollars, but but you have not thought about and and determined what your skin in the game for that hundred thousand dollars is going to be. Let me tell you, you're not ready to sit down and have that conversation yet because that's one of the first things that as a banker, I want to know what resources for this $100,000, how much, and where can you get your hands on whatever that dollar amount mm-hmm. you tell me? Because if you're if you're going to borrow it, so let's just say, again, for conversation purposes, you have a home equity loan, mm-hmm. right? 
and I'm going to draw down some on my home equity loan. Well, that that's great to know that. I'm glad you've thought about that. But here's the thing that you've just told me, too, is you're going to increase not only the loan that you're asking me for, but you're also going to increase your personal debt mm-hmm. to do that, too. Right. So all those factors are are a big deal. And you need to have thought through that before you start the conversation about the financing. Because, again, we, we use the example there of $100,000. What if it's a million dollars? Right. Right. I would tell in general terms, you, you need to have access to at least minimum of 10% of whatever that number you've got on that page of it's going to cost you to get in business. Minimum of that. If you don't have access to at least 10%, then quite frankly, you, you're not ready. Not ready. You're not ready yet. Okay. No. Uh, I would tell you that that it it really to probably should be somewhere around 20. And the reason why I say 10 minimum is typically with an SBA or a USDA um, government-backed type loan, mm-hmm. their minimums are, are around that 10% okay. mark. So that's why I say 10% because if it qualifies for – for that type of financing, you can get away with with uh, around the ten percent mark. But if that's not a possibility from the bank side of it, we're we're looking typically at a twenty percent equity. So that more traditional financing exactly is, is right. a twenty percent equity exactly right. input. And and look, here's the thing too: is as you look at your personal financial situation and you look at what that equity needs to be. Um, you know, sometimes I think potential business owners don't think big enough because they look and they say, well, I don't have 10% or I can't get 20%. Okay, well, do you have someone else mm. that would like to be an investor right. slash owner, right? Um, listen, I think, I think having a partner Mm-hmm. is a blessing and a curse, right. right? All at the same time. Uh-huh. And I'm just speaking from my years of experience in seeing that, right? Because it can be a very, very positive thing. And and it can also be a very difficult thing if things don't go well and, and that partnership, if you will. So picking that partner is, uh, is very important. But again, resources wise, that may be the right thing to do for your business, is to, if you don't have access to that equity that you need to get this thing off the ground, listen, if you've got the business plan and it's a good one and, and the possibilities are very good as far there as what this business is. Exactly <laughs> right, right? There's people out there that like to do that, that want to do that. Um, and so that's another challenge sometimes for that potential business owner. Who are they and how do I get to them? Right. Right. And look, the the Small Business Development Center we talked about, can be a, sometimes a resource for that. That CPA, financial person, can be a resource for that. Uh, that that uh, banker may also be a resource. You know, they may know people who, you know, like to do that type of investing. So again, it that equity piece again, it's 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 just as critical as anything else. And and sometimes I can tell you from speaking to business owners over the years, they come in my office and they've got this fantastic business plan. It's even detailed and all, all that stuff. And then I asked that question, as you very well put it a while ago. Mm-hmm. So what's your skin in the game? Mm-hmm. And then they, it's that deer in headlights. Right. You know, they've not thought about that. They just saw that 
it's a great uh, idea that we're going to make a bunch of money and bank. You're just going to be a great partner and let's just go. Right. Great. So what I've heard in these three episodes that we've gone through so far is there's a lot of intentionality that needs to be part of this process. We as a bank can help with that. Small business development centers can help with that. CPAs can help with that, as well as other people in the community. But there is help out there with that intentionality. So when we get through this process, then we get ready to be in front of that banker having that true conversation. And I believe that's our plan for our next episode. That is it. We're right there. Well, I look forward to it, Mitch. I thank you for being with us again today. Thanks, Don. And to our listeners, thank you for sharing a few minutes of your day with us. We'd ask that you stay tuned for our next episode and follow a well-built podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Don Griffin for Built Well Bank. Well-built communities start with well-built banks. Well-built communities start with well-built banks.